When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? Live from outside of the Majestic Theater, because we heard a show closed. And like most New Yorkers, we're looking to see if there's anything free we can salvage from people moving. It's Court and Amy, and I'm going to let you finish. I I, I use my basement for that. (laughs) Because, you know, the bed bug thing made it like for a while you didn't want to take anybody's stuff. Because the thing about about New York is... You can, I have some things in Me here too. that I have Me found. Too. Me too. No, no. Listen, I have a beautiful mirror. Mistake. I have, <laughs> I have a beautiful. No, I have some really nice stuff that I found in the basement. Have, I'm not even lying. I have two fabulous mirrors. One mirror, that I found yeah. that's hanging right when you come into my yeah, apartment. No, the, the I big have one that's hanging. Me too. In the I have one that's hanging when you come into my. No, I. And an I, extra one that I found that somebody yeah. was moving that is hanging in my bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's I like found, we so, New Yorkers know because yeah. a lot of times people and if you get in good with your super mm-hmm. and I am he, we are good friends now they will go hey I found something I'm going to put it aside for you because <laughs> the thing is and I've done this like when people move in it like I don't know if you guys realize some of y'all live in places where you know you have cars and y'all are moving from a house to a house a lot of times in New York people are moving from one box to another and things just don't fit and they get rid of perfectly good shit. I do it. I've had a printer that I just did not use, put it downstairs and things. And, you know, people are very appreciative of, oh, wow, look, hey, here's something. So, you know, we find out somebody's moving, like moving or sometimes, you know, unfortunately, like like how people used to old school look at the obituaries to see who died. And that's how they were trying to find apartments. Remember back in the day when people tried to find apartments in the city they'd be like oh somebody died that's going to be an empty apartment i am not one who and i have another friend whose apartment is filled with fabulous shit that he like wing back chairs tables to get it well no it's like i want his sort of he has like the sniffing dog nose when it comes to somebody moving in a good piece of furniture being put on the street anyway so I'm going to let you finish on the Pantheon Podcast Network. It's Court and Amy. We're here. We're in New York, where the weather has been, you know, 90 degrees, 30 degrees, 50 degrees, then 87 degrees. We don't know what season it is. All of my friends are having bad allergy attacks. My allergies have not kicked in because I'm still wearing a mask. And uh, yeah, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. You know, I don't... Uh... 
It's just, it's it's a Tuesday. I'm just right. slugging it through until the end of the semester. <laughs> slugging it. Well, aren't through. we coming up on it, right? I was like, yeah, it? yeah. Just like was it, and, it was a and, hard one this year. No, this it's always year? hard. But this is the <laughs> this is the time mm-hmm. when everyone's relatives start dying and people <laughs> have sudden mental health emergencies. And I'll just leave it at that. So the work, so that's why their work hasn't been done, and they're yeah, trying. Yeah, it's to- like, oh, I need because I, <laughs> yeah, and I am not at all mocking mental health emergencies, but mm-hmm. at one point, it's like, oh, interesting how it just manifested itself when you have a paper due. But that's okay. I have nothing else to do. Um, that's it. It's all good. Um, um. Bunch of people come into town next week for PopCon, which is something I've never been invited to, but it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. People we know, like former guest Jody Rosen, former guest mm-hmm. Holly George Warren, former guest uh, uh, R.J. Smith, and uh, they're all going to be downtown at NYU's Clive Davis and using a lot of big words to talk about basically very simple stuff. <laughs> but what the fuck is popcorn? PopCon. PopCon. Pop, uh, convention pop conference pop con. i've never heard of that what well because you're not a writer oh how dare you how <laughs> no I it's, write, a, I, I, it's the same I, reason let me just writing say, ch- I, writing bad checks is not the same thing sorry <laughs> it got writing, me it writing got me, to-do lists is it not got me published same. in the post <laughs> yeah. all right so anyway coachella <sighs> Well, let's not start with that. Let's start with something more fun. Let's start with the the playoffs in New York because the Coachella's so dumb. Okay, oh no, let's go to Coachella because I just want to say this. <laughs> you can't trash Frank Ocean now because there seems to be an excuse for the behavior. No bullshit. No, there's not. Let me just tell you something. I. Well, let's they, set it up. Okay. So Frank Ocean has not performed live since a very long time, a very, a very long, long time. time. Yes. And he has not, he was slated to be the headliner, I believe in 2020 and obviously COVID. And, right. and then he has not put out a record since Blonde, which is 2016. So yep. in pop music years, this is a hundred years. Absolutely. And that is the advantage of streaming, I will say, mm-hmm. because you don't have to have a record out per se. But Frank Ocean is someone we've discussed him. There's a bit of an emperor's new clothes about him, but when he's on, when he hits musically, I think he's really, really good and he is influential. But he was the headliner at Coachella the second night. The third it's two night. Weekend, the third night. The third night. Yeah. And he was... <sighs> Stop me well, if you first, heard this story. I mean, he was an hour late, number well, one. Well, first of all, there was so many things. Coachella live streams all of the stages. You can see all of the shows free on their YouTube platform. Yeah. So he was scheduled, his show was scheduled to be streamed. And then suddenly the day of, they took both Bjork and him off of the streaming schedule. So those two acts did not stream. So the two biggest acts, basically, right. except for bad. The so, two p- acts that people want because those are the acts you can't go see in concert regularly. And everybody was kind of turned out at home, and evidently there, he came out an hour late. Had a very eclectic set where it was kind of like he was obscured behind a screen, and then there were people walking in front of him and around, and it was some. 
kind of weird show where basically people were getting reworked versions of some of his songs. And the way it was staged, a lot of people couldn't even see him. And it was very screen heavy. And because he started an hour late and there's a hard curfew, he just kind of came on the mic and was like, yeah, they said it was curfew, so thank you, show's over, good night. Now, my problem is the next day we start getting all of these excuses, which to me feels like when you when everybody's upset than the publicity team. Oh, he had an accident, he hurt his ankle, they had to change production at the last minute, da-da-da-da-da. I hear all of those things. But then guess what? The only thing you need is your staging, you in a spotlight, be in one place, and sing your songs because nobody expects you to dance. I have a problem with, and I'm seeing all of the debate, that some people are like, he's an artist, he has the right. I'm like, listen. I haven't seen that. I actually have. It's yeah, been very yeah. negative. It's well, been, it's been, well, it's it's been, been well, very well, negative. Well, no, well, hold on. Yeah. Let me Because let me tell you, on TikTok at first, it was not. And there are a lot of people who love him who are defending him, who are like, he's an artist. He has a right to do this. And I've seen him before. And it was emotional. And then you have the other people like, this is bullshit. I'm of the this is bullshit kind of side. Uh, 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 and this is why. I don't think artists owe people anything, right? I think you give people your art, you make art, that's it. You know, you don't owe people a bunch of interviews, you don't owe people to know anything about your life until you start doing things like, I'm now selling you things. When you sell me a ticket to say, come see me, I'm I'm putting on a show, then I do believe I'm owed a show. Because these shows and these festivals are increasingly more and more and more expensive. There's so much planning to go into any of these festivals when you're a consumer. It's like they're upcharging you everything, parking. Like for Coachella, that is travel there. You're, you're more likely staying in an Airbnb. You're staying in a hotel, even if you're camp. There's so much money. The least thing you can do is figure out how to, to fulfill your obligation for two hours. I have worked with artists who have been hurt, who have gotten hurt, who have been sick, but you know, they rally and find a way. It's like, I sold people tickets to this. They they spent their hard-earned money. They came to see me sing. We have to adjust this show, but I'm going to sing for them because I understand how it is to work hard and for people to come and see me. Now, you know, you have some people, you know, Frank unfortunately lost his brother, I believe, three years ago in a, I believe it was a single car accident. And, um, you know, he spoke a little bit about his brother from the stage. And I understand all of those things. And I understand grieving is really, really difficult. And honestly, if you're not ready to do something, then don't do it. But I, I, I do not like selling people things, not fulfilling that. And it's supposed to be enough. You know what I mean? I just, I don't like that. It's not cool. It is too expensive. You see, you and I talk about Ticketmaster and all these fees, all these things that everybody is doing. Find a way to do your show. It is disrespectful to I, the I, audience. I just think at this point, I mean, honestly, I've been reading reviews of him over the years. I think it's really, and I'm not saying this as a disrespectful because I like him as a recording artist. I think there are some people who are recording artists and some people who are live performers. Absolutely. And I, and I don't think he is, for a variety of reasons, a live performer. I think he's someone who makes a br- 
sometimes really brilliant, sometimes okay, but very interesting in-studio stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with him just being I, I just you're don't see people like that. You're absolutely one. Yeah, I, I mean, I right saw in the studio I, shitty. Live, no, I right? saw Lewis Taylor yeah. live and I had been dying to see him mm-hmm. because I think and I have to say I was it wasn't that he was bad, but I was underwhelmed by him live, whereas in on record unparalleled right. two of my favorite records, you know, easily um, of the aughts. So I just think at this point. We have to, uh, yes, I do think he could have adjusted. I have seen performers, Florence and the Machine, she went out sitting in a chair and did her whole so did Dave freaking Bro, set. Bro broke, she broke his leg, leg broke his leg in a throne and played right. and did his So show. I think yeah. at this point, we have to kind of say he's not a live performer. He's just not a live performer. He doesn't have the voice to really carry and it's not, you know, it's that type of voice. He just, so I think he's Well, not from what before. I heard, the songs he sang, he sounded great for the people who love him. But you know what? I, I have, you know, I think I get in trouble. Every time we have a Frank Ocean conversation. You don't every, get in trouble. No, I do. A lot of people, oh no, a lot of people hit me up because they don't like my opinion because I think he's overrated. And people just cannot understand I think why is, I would think that. I think, that, as I said, I think he's made two one absolutely peerless record, which is um, which is uh, nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia ultra, and he opened the show with Novocaine, which yeah. is great. No, right? a great, great song. song. Yeah. I think Channel Orange is also really good. I'm hot and cold on Blonde. I don't go back yeah. to it, but it's. Yeah. I think he. Yeah, I just think at this point he's not. I enjoy he's his not writing. Perform- I think songs that he's written for other people, I really like. Yeah, no, I know? just don't think he's a live performer, and I think that's perfectly fine. There are people. Um, you know, Steely Dan used to, used to not play out for years. They were a studio group, you know? Right. So there's nothing, I'm not comparing him to Steely Dan, calm no. down. But um, anyway, so let's talk about the people who were a little bit more successful. Um, Bad well, Bunny I, became I, first, first Spanish speaking Latino artist to headline Coachella. Um, so that's major. Mm. Um, I, from what I haven't been able to find any, but he, you know, I'm sure he put on a great show. I've never heard of, about him not putting on a great show. Mm. Uh, I watched but, a like, little bit of his live stream. I saw a little yeah, bit I mean, I, yeah. have you ever heard anyone say, I went to a Bad Bunny show and I didn't get my money's worth? No, but can I just say this? <laughs> I kind of feel like he's really on the verge of feeling overexposed at the moment to me. You know, well, let it's him like, have his moment. Well, he, I feel like he's had the moment and the moment and the moment and the moment. You have to also know when to, because well, this was this supposed is- to be his year of being a little bit on a little bit of break and then come back in a little bit. It's like you got to be careful that you don't just drown yourself up. And I'm kind of getting tired of hearing. Well, to, in his defense, um, for a Spanish speaking artist in this mm-hmm. country to have mm-hmm. this kind of success let him have his moment because we don't know when this is gonna in the xenophobic racist country we live in <laughs> let him have let him have his moment there are still people who haven't seen him he may retreat at this point this is the height of the festival circuit i think this is kind of he's not doing glastonbury he's not doing you know i i'm i'm okay with it you know i'm okay with it because he's not somebody who most of the people who go to coachella and may i just say I will never grow tired of watching upper middle class white people uh, pumping their hands in the air and singing along with Pusher T's cocaine raps. That, to me, ladies and gentlemen, is comedy, okay? Ugh. I love Pusher T. You know, I have no I problem. Say, but I see-, I see that and I'm like, oh my God, 
whatever um, I see Ashley that, or whatever, whatever you're <laughs> whatever I Tyler and <laughs> no Tyler excuse me that's a black kid name <laughs> and a white kid name and a white kid Ashley I'm gonna go with Ashley well, I know a lot of black <laughs> Ashleys though well so anyway the point is is Ashley. that watching these kids who can afford to go to Coachella throwing their hands up in the air going you call it Diet Coke that's a joke right I'm they like never oh, look, <laughs> the crowd just I look at the crowd shots and I'm always like that looks like pure hell <laughs> it well being in a like crowd God. yeah but I just will never I mean he literally was and again we have talked about it I love Pusha T mm-hmm. he has a lane and nobody works that lane better than him but like his his graphics were like instructions on how to cook crack <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's committed. You got to give. Him I that. mean, you got to be committed to the bit. He's Bl- committed. Blondie evidently did a set that people loved. You of know? course, of course, of course. And she uh, and Debbie Harry and uh, Nile Rogers was a guest, and he of came course. out well, and they he's did doing Rapture, the circus. and he's they doing did the circus this year. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> wet leg looked great, sounded yeah. great. Yeah. Couldn't be. Ha- I, I. Who else was even on this? I mean, a bunch Caliuchis of- was there. Yeah. Lotto, Dochi. I enjoyed the Dochi set. I, I watched her set. How a does Lotto bit. have a set? I'm I sorry. Mean, I mean, listen. I'm not trying to be get, mean. No, it's like I have How so many have questions. <laughs> I, there's so many questions with so many things. Though. It's like I remember one seeing one of those package tours. Remember when they would have like 9,000 R&B acts mm-hmm. on one show? Mm-hmm. And I, it was like Mary J. Blige and H-Town and Silk and Shy. They're still it was like doing a mil- those shows. I just heard no. one the other day. It's like Jasmine Sullivan, Queen, Naja, all these people are going to be all at right. the Prudential Center. Right. right. But what I was saying is, and so Montel Jordan comes out and literally did This Is How We Do It three times. Like the remix, it's like when I saw Rex in effect, they did Rump Shaker, then they did the B-side, then they did the mix, and it's like, it's hilarious. Um, but my total anyway. side of his Let's Do It was a good one. No, let's do it. Okay. Oh, This Is How We Do It's a great song. No, he had um, another one anyways. called like, Let's Do It or something. Or oh, well, you know, same. it was the same song, I'm sure. Um, anyway, so I don't know who else really who played, because I don't pay attention. I, I, not that I don't pay attention. I'm not saying I don't pay attention, but it's not. There was nobody there that I would have been no, like, I'm it's making just, an Honestly, it's the see. same people. We've talked about this. It's the same people do it. It's like a circuit now. Like you well, just not with Coachella. Circuit. Coachella, I mean, Frank Ocean really? is not doing circuit. Who, the circuit right now is Kendrick Lamar and um, rock band du jour. I, I, I think they do manage to pull a few interesting, more interesting at. But, you know, there was. I'm sure it's great. It's another. I've never been, never had a desire to go like everything else. I heard it was better 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yay. You know, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, next weekend, who's the headliner for next week? No, it's the same. It's always the same. For two oh, weekends, it yeah, it doesn't switch up. You you commit now for two, two for oh, two okay. weekends. Oh, okay. So he so, will not be on. I'm going to assume that Frank Ocean will not be on. Well, no, I think they were. I would have hoped they would have announced that by now because oh. it's it's usually you sign up when you do it. You don't sign for one. You sign for oh, both okay. weekends. So, so he'll get it. We'll, it's usually we'll, the same we'll, show, same order. All right, we'll judge weekends. him and see what happens next week. If he redeems himself, you know, he redeems himself. I have seen. Artist. He is like watching paint dry. I'm sorry. Well, and I know but you've never we've I never just, seen him live, so I can't say that. I mean, I've had I've the seen, opportunity to see him live, and I turned it down because well, I, told, I had the I'm opportunity fan, to have sex you know? with somebody, and I turned it down too. The well, boy, that's he, boo on you. No, <laughs> no, not with him. Um, no, but I'm saying I have seen artists put on horrific shows and then seen them 
anyone who was a fan of the replacements back in the day, you would go to some of those shows and it was like all hell broke loose. And then mm-hmm. you'd see him the next time and it was like spot on. So Listen, I, I, We've talked about this before. I've seen Mary J. Blige when her vocals weren't great. And then I've seen her times where she just blew the roof off. I've the never place. seen. Yeah. I, I just saying, we'll see. Let's let's oh, I, I will. I've I'll seen see Shaka Khan sound crazy, and I did. I've seen Shaka Khan sound great. I think anybody can have an off night. You know what yeah. I mean? Anyone can. But I'm just, I'm just it's not right. a fan. Not yeah. A fan. Okay. That's. Yeah. I mean, that is absolutely fine. I, I, like I said, we'll, we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll pay some attention to it for next week, even though I'm the. All right. So you want to talk about the playoffs, which is. We won our, our game one. Our next one, our game one. Game two is tonight. I'm very excited. This 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 playoff schedule is taking way too long. Well, first of no. all, and we've had so much action already. We've no. had we've already had Draymond Green stopping oh, what us. Is the hell? We've what already is, had we've already no, had is Draymond he gonna be, stop- He needs to be thrown out for the rest he, of the playoffs. Come be. on. Well, well, here's the thing. The violation started with Sabonis grabbed his leg. So that was the first. So, And he All got right. a technical, too. You grab the leg, then you get stopped. But it's always Draymond. Right. We've had Draymond, We've had John Morant hurt his hand in game one. And we've had Giannis hurt his back. There's been injuries. There's been excitement. The fucking Nets have lost the f- opening two games to Philly. They lost on Saturday. They lost last night. And um, they come back. I don't back. think if you stomp on somebody's chest. Yes, he shouldn't have pulled. No, I'm being serious. He shouldn't have pulled his leg. That mm-hmm. was wrong. But I don't think if you deliberately go back, you, if you look at the tape, he, he returns did. and stomps on him. Well, I don't think you should be allowed to play. It's all in one action, right? My thing is, yeah. that, but here's the thing. And, and don't start and I won't be none is also a thing too, right? Because yes. you can never tell. You do so throw something, them both you, out. You don't know what the act. Well, they both got technicals, and right. Draymond's technical had him thrown out. Tech too. But yes. the thing is, you know, it's just dumb. But I kind of like physical basketball. Uh, There's physical and there's stomping on Courtney. uh, We have been watching basketball our entire lives. I have no problem with someone throwing an elbow. I have no problem with someone throwing an elbow (laughs) under the basket. I remember when Lucian was in like youth basketball leagues and this mother, this is when Fort Greene meant something Mm -hmm. and she's like, your son is being so aggressive and I was like, it's a contact sport. (laughs) You do know that, right? You're like, get him! (laughs) Yeah, no, I was like, get him. I got no problem with an an elbow or two being thrown as long as you don't go for the eye. But But you have a problem with a foot in chest. (laughs) Stomping when you're like seven feet tall and 250 pounds and you get someone in the sternum? Well, it was an accident. Yeah. (laughs) And it's Draymond Green. He's not exactly, I mean, this is not exactly like, oops. Yeah, he's not like, oops. I didn't know that was his heart I was stomping on. I mean, if it would have been Steph Curry or somebody who's got a little shinier, you know, but I I hope the Kings lose. I I mean, win. I want the Kings to win because I'm tired of the Warriors. I am. Well, how... Were your nerves watching the Knicks game on Saturday? Oh, well, know? we oh. were eating back and forth. It was. At one, well, at one point, they were doing great. And then yeah. at one point, you were it's, like, what's going on? And yeah. I was like, that guy. He, you want what's happening? I went, that guy you said we didn't need? <laughs> That's what's happening. He just went on a 15-point streak. <laughs> you know, that guy that you were like, oh, we don't need him. 
It wasn't like we don't need him. I really would have loved for him to go out there. I know. I didn't, I was want, teasing us, you. I didn't want us to give up. Trade all, away the future. Trade yeah. away all of our shit. It's like. No, it was a great yeah, game. Yeah. And at some point, you know, if you're a Knicks fan, I guess if you're a fan of any team, unless they're like the Warriors or something like that. But if you're a Knicks fan, you know, at some point they're going to nick up. And and and, and they, and they almost started to. They and almost I was like, started and I to. Nick you, up. I was like, "What's happening?" That's when I said he's going on a fifty. <laughs> that that guy that you don't need. Um, I think it was a great game. They showed yeah. a lot of heart. They showed mm-hmm. a lot of hustle. It was lots of fun. Julius Randle just needs to realize he's a target for calls and calm his ass down know, a little gets, bit. He's an emotional player. He's very and RJ, emotional. R.J. Barrett needs to show the fuck up. His well, whole okay, it's one game. Jalen, no, Brunson but his whole present. season has been horrible, and they need him. And and it's like, dude. All right. All right. Well, yes, but Jalen Brunson was like, and um, our white. What is our white's name again? Horton I can say. <laughs> yeah, we have a white. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a white too. Who believe? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm allowed to say that stuff if anybody calms down. <laughs> um, no, it's like great. And uh, Tom Thibodeau never looks happy. Never. No. Mm-mm. Never, never. And he shouldn't because there's there's things to clean up. There's I like be- that they don't have to wear suits anymore. The coaches. I like uh, that. I like that. I, the whole suit thing was always like, why are you wearing a suit? You're going to a basketball game. But it was good. It was a very good game tonight. It's just taking forever. I mean, it's like, come on, man. We should be like, this should be this done. Tonight and, and then the next game, then the games move to New York. And Okay. That's going to be fun. Who? Listen. Nobody. We will, we, will, we will do the fun things. I will volunteer myself because Amy's the innocent one here out of the what? two of us. I bet I, if we did, I I'm bet if we did a count. Sex, I bet I, if we no, did a count. I'm talking about for trading sexual favors for Knicks oh, yeah, tickets. You're not going to do it. No, I will no. take one for the team if you give us two yeah. really good tickets. Really, Who's man. got a pair of tickets for us? Not even a good Come ticket. Come on, James. Don't, no, I need a good ticket. I need a good oh, ticket. Well, beggars can't be choosers. That well, listen, either. if you want the love box, honey, you got to well, give me a good no, ticket. No, I'm not. Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's why I'm offering myself. Be no, quiet. No, I'm, try- no, I'm, I'm trying saying- to beg for us to get tickets. Stop talking. Listen, James Dolan, somebody oh, in his please. office. Well, you have Republican friends. Why okay. <laughs> the you shade got- of my partner. Kids. You have Repub- <laughs> You have friends who probably contributed to his shenanigans. <laughs> You know what's going to be interesting what? is that after this year, I think the the um, lease is up with Madison Square Garden. He's they're going to say you have to start paying taxes, and he's going to well, go. Well, they also they just extended them. They, oh, I good. just read right. they got extended. The lease got extended. All yeah, right. So all right, can we talk about this Time One Hundred list? And can we stop making these stupid lists? And they do. You know my favorite part about it's that so is stupid. And, and they always try to be like like it's a celebrity who wrote the essay on the other celebrity or the person. And yeah. the essay is always you read it, and I'm like this. It's a press release. I mean, nobody it's a press, don't press like have these people that you're saying wrote this. They when you hear them speak, they don't even speak no, anywhere they can't near speak. this. No, they don't speak it. Um, all right, so it's you know it's it's. First I mean, of all, we like, didn't I, make the list, so the list is bullshit. Well, it's also like influence is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people on this list who are very, very important and have done important things. It's mm-hmm. divided up into like scientists and politicians and, Activists, and artists. And, Out- yeah. Okay. Why is be uh, not Beyonce, Adele an icon, but Idris Elba or another person is an artist? When did she become an icon? I'm being very serious. She's not an icon. She's no. a very good, very good popular, yeah. best-selling singer. So that kind of stuff gives me a headache. Um, I, you know, we, we've we gone through it about the use of that word on this show. I, and, hey, I, and I get mad when I see, like, real places misusing 
like you just because you say it does not make it so. And I think that word, Overused. it's like they've just, it's just, they've warded it, it down. Means it's like, it, it means nothing. It means because you're calling everybody an icon. It's like, no. Well, anyway, no. it's just, it's just, it's more clickbait. It's like, there are just some people on there. It's like, you know, who are they influencing? Why are they influencing them? Maybe you should have, I mean, time very famously, and this is years ago, obviously, when it was a a, a real, real important media outlet, very famously during World War II, the person of the year, the man of the year at that point, put Adolf Hitler. And he was, though, the most important person of the year, and he was a horrible human being. If I were making a list, I wouldn't put Caitlyn Jenner on any list, because Caitlyn Jenner is basically a non-entity. And a troll. Caitlyn Jenner well, as an, Yeah, a yeah. troll. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, you know, but anyway, it's a dumb list, but, you know, we looked it over in case anybody else. I mean, out she's there... not done anything, like, they keep right. doing it, just because she, she transitioned, okay, but she's not been... Shouldn't do as, as someone who really had the platform to really stand up and really hold a torch for the trans rights and yeah, trans but we community. Assume, that's what I'm saying. We're assuming that, you know, it's like assuming that just because you're a woman, well, you know, you're going to be pro-woman. And well, just I was assuming- trying to finish the sentence because I was going to what I was going to say is I find it crazy that that was enough for everybody to just always reward her. Right. Like she's done nothing. She's literally done, and then chose when she does use her voice to kind of use it to be the worst kind of human being. Um, <laughs> like, she so was, why okay. are you celebrating somebody who's really kind of wretched? She was always a cunt, and now always. she has one. Work. Right. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, like. I mean, I mean, there I are mean, a lot the of trans people don't want her. Nobody. I wants feel like her. cisgendered women don't want her. Nobody wants her. <laughs> it's like she's Olympic on an island. Don't want no, her. No, she's on an island all by herself. It's like y'all keep giving her shit. The We're Kardashians like, don't, don't want her. Nobody want her. Won't want her. They like, don't want her. No one. Wants I have her. to say, this is the most. All right, I won't say it because it's a horrible thing to say. I'm not going to say. It. But um, I'm just saying what? we should oh, no, never. No, no, no. We, we should like never. <laughs> we should never misgender anybody. Being and we serious. don't. And we have. But I would make an exception for Caitlyn Jenner. You know, it's like I because I, I feel like what I she's let's I mean, she's just a horrible yeah, person. She's just a horrible person. person. I feel like so you had this platform and, and how you chose to use it. Yeah, was, was once again to kind of act in a way that What's an it? older white man would. <laughs> you Not know even, what I mean? Uh, like would it's she, like yeah, she's all hard. of the things that 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 you said you suffered with for years in silence and fighting through, and it's like. Listen, and once again, just shows you with certain people, the celebrity is more important than anything else. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All you right, know, on so. that note, let's just take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. See uh, you. Be here when we get back, please. We We thank you, please. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Yeah. Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. And we're back. <laughs> All right. So Billy Porter has been announced that he is going to play James Baldwin in a biopic, which could be a very interesting biopic because for my money, James Baldwin has led led an extremely interesting life and, and, and you know, an ex- just one of the greatest writers who's ever absolutely been- as a fiction writer, as a nonfiction writer, I make my students read them all the time and they're mm. like, yeah, who cares? Um, so I have seen two differing opinions <laughs> on this. My mainly black Facebook and Instagram feed is like, are you kidding in me? Arms, up in are you? One woman wrote, the only thing they have in common is poor taste in white men. <laughs> Meaning Baldwin and Billy Porter. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just, in case some people didn't know that James Baldwin was A, gay, and B, mainly went out with white guys. And then other people are like, oh my God, this is going to be brilliant. Uh, I've never seen Billy Porter, and I'm being very serious here, in a serious role. He was somewhat serious as play tell, but a lot of it was like, where's the scenery? Give me a knife and fork. I need to start making a meal out of this, which was perfect for the role. This is a, you have a lot to prove. This is a, okay, you have to strip away all of you. Because when I first heard that, I was happy for him. But at the same time, I was like, and this can be a disaster. (laughs) Right? It could be a disaster. This could be a complete disaster. Because he, I do think, as someone who... He's a theater kid, right? So you you do tend to have to really be able to act when you when you're a theater person because you know there's no safety net going on a stage every night. But you know some of the roles he's played in the theater have always given him space to be flamboyant and big, like Lola in Kinky Boots, right? Those kind of moments, or, or when he's Kind of a guy who gives a little bit of comic relief. Like if you go back in a day when he was in Broken Hearts Club um, and those kind of roles. I do think that he would have to know that that this, he's got to pull it all out. Because I've seen every response. You know, I have, you know, my, I'm, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm a black gay man. And um, shocking, I know. Um, 
I've seen the gamut of the reactions. And I've had some of my Black gay friends who are just absolutely appalled. They're like, why? I just don't. Because they look at Billy Porter and they see one thing, this, you know, what 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 he loves to present. I think but that- But he's an actor, though. He is that, an and actor. And that's what I was going to say. I think that Billy Porter would 1,000% understand the importance if he's going to say, say take on oh, a role. Oh, yeah. No, he 100% Owen. understands and the importance. I yeah. believe that he will surprise everybody and really pull it out his ass because you have to. You can't take this on and be... No, this is, this, yeah. is, this is where the word iconic will play. Mm-hmm. This would be... Because the Bayard Rustin movie has never come out. They filmed no. that and it's just dead. I mean, people... Does he look like... James Baldwin, no, but that's ridiculous. We don't need to have people who look exactly like them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you know. I mean, that's you know, people have suggested Marshall Ali. Well, Marshall Ali could do this with his eyes closed. For Marshall Ali is like six three. And yeah, but it doesn't rip. matter. It, yeah, but to I, me, it doesn't matter. It you does, know? but he can. His physicality to me would be absolutely jarring as as a James Baldwin because he'd come in a room and just be too big. That I think that was the reason why the Whitney Houston movie did not work. I, I was like, Naomi was a fine actor, but she looked so much like Brandy and not Whitney Houston. When watching the movie, it really was kind of it just takes you out of it because you're like, who is this supposed to be? You know what I mean? I think that um, there are some similarities with Billy and, and James. And I think, you know, with the right hair, the wig, all of the You know things. who would be really good? I just thought about it. But the only problem is he has that scar on his face is um, Jamie Hector. You know who who would be really good if we would. But he's got that yeah. scar. They would have to really, obviously, cover that Yeah, but scar you could do that with makeup. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or I think somebody like a Jeremy Pope. Would be really, yes. really good. Yeah, yeah. But we think, but see, these are all the people that we think of who do serious things, right? So, right. I. They also need box office. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, Bill, Billy Porter is box office. You know. Well, we hope, right? Because he's yeah. he's never really carried a film. Let's just right. see. This is it's hard to picture it because you we we picture his personality, but I would hope that with him doing it and it's going to be done and it's Byron Allen. Who's direct? Who's directing? Well, I don't yeah. know who's directing, but Byron Allen's company is, is producing okay. it. So, so there's you know, money got, behind it. There's money behind it. You, you have black production behind it. I think they're going to realize the importance of telling this story. And Do we know what back. focus of, is it going to be like they a cradle to any, grave? They haven't you said know? anything yet. So Listen, he's know. one of the most important thinkers of all of our country and and the fact that they're even considering doing this is is a good sign because very often the films about black people are entertainers and it would be yeah. really nice to have somebody who was like a true intellectual and just a fascinating fast I mean he's really a fascinating figure um mm-hmm. so I would I you know I'm willing you know I'm willing to do it I, I just was, my immediate thing was like, wow, Billy Porter. But no, again, it's not fair. Every, it's not fair. Well, not everybody. everybody. Be, I well, saw a lot of people going, this is genius. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> that was the white people. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that was the white people. Kind of. Oh, kind yeah. of. Because people response, bless their hearts. People were like, oh, my God. It was like, hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, have you really looked at his, you know. But in his defense, he is an actor. Yes. I mean, you know, we have seen... You know, actors, they act. That's what they're supposed to do. All right, speaking of acting, Phantom of the Opera Close, who cares? 
<laughs> I'm just saying they have been acting. Like, I don't care. They have been like acting they, like it's the end of the world. Right? I was like, they're like, it's closing. How many years has it been there? Like 37. I'm like, guys. 37. Really? Guys. <laughs> yeah. I think you got your. I think you got your investment back. I think I, it's fine. You know. That's the, the average age made, of somebody in Tennessee. Okay? And trust me, they're like because it's become so expensive to run. Like yes. Fan of the Opera is an old school musical that had an orchestra of 40. You right. know, it was a really expensive show. Watch, I can bet you within a year, we're going to hear about the fucking revival coming. There's, there's got, no touring companies of that show? Thing, there are, there's a million touring companies. That's what I thought. It's still playing in London. It's right. still playing in yeah. Australia. And, and it's at, terrible, too. And what it's ha- a terrible and, show. And what, happens in, what happened in London was... When they shut down, they revamped the show and, and, and came back with a different sort of run so they could run cheaper. And I bet okay. you that is what's going to happen here. Yeah. I can guarantee well, you. Yeah. I mean, I never saw it. I never had any interest in seeing mm-hmm. I think Anthony Lloyd Webber is a hack. Um, he No. I read Andrew. about him. But Andrew Lloyd, he's a hack. Yeah. And, Listen, you know, I'm, I've he, seen he, a- he takes He takes most of his music. I mean, it's fine. It's good for the tourists. It brings money to New York. It brings money to Broadway. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, but it's I, like- lo- I usually love a splashy Andrew Lloyd Webber musical because they usually... Yeah, it's usually a couple of really good songs around a so-so script, but a fabulous. Which he set. doesn't write. That's the thing. It's a great article. In, I think in New Yorker, like his stuff is literally like sample clearance. Hello, the only mm. reason he gets away with it is like Puccini's been dead for nine million years. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's like thirty-seven years. Thirty-seven years. Come on, like you cannot complain when a show shuts down after thirty-seven years. That's like being greedy and makes it through a pandemic and makes it through the city being bombed and makes it through come on man it's like hush hush your bazoo please Listen. all right can, can i can mm-hmm. i just say something about mm-hmm. me all right i know that you're mary quant okay if you're a woman of a certain age raises her hand all you wanted when i was a little girl <laughs> uh-huh. all you wanted all i wanted was a one Piece dress with uh, stripes with a chain link uh, uh, belt mm-hmm. and white go-go boots. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. Was that much to ask for? Mm-hmm. And bangs. You wanted to be one of the Shrimpton sisters. You wanted mm-hmm. to be Chrissy or Jean. You wanted to look like Twiggy. You wanted to have a Sassoon haircut, which we actually had. Me and my sister had Sassoon haircuts. Mm-hmm. They were very cool. Mary Quant. Oh, my God. Mary Quant changed the world. She changed the world. Mm-hmm. And she passed... Two weeks ago, a week ago, you know, a ripe old age, so nothing. She got her due while she was alive. She was a dame, wasn't she? They made her yes. a dame. I I can't even. I mean, well, you know, because you have a, an eye for pop culture and fashion. She basically she didn't invent the miniskirt, but she made it. She made it more popular. She epitomizes the whole swinging London thing. I found a Mary Quant coat once in a thrift store in Portland. Mm-hmm. You would have thought I had found that. I was like, <laughs> I mean, it has a little stain on it. And it was one of those thrift stores where, okay, some of the clientele may have been on meth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know what they had. You and know what you I mean? were like, I do. And it's $5. Yeah. Thank you Basically. so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was $7. but. Gr- yeah, of course. Um, it was $7, but it was green tags or 25% off today. No, it was like one of those Candace and I were like, shh, act like you. And don't. you still have it. 
Yeah. Work. <laughs> I mean, it's got a little stain on it. It really uh, doesn't fit me, but who cares? But you're like, I will never get rid of this. Never. It's Mary Quant. Right. Um, we also yes. lost Ahmad Jamal, who oh, yeah. was an esteemed, esteemed jazz artist and pianist. Lifetime uh, Grammy Award winner, National Endowment of the Arts Jazz Master. I mean... An amazing, amazing, amazing. Super sampled figure. too. Super sampled by a lot of um, oh, our, yes. uh, our, our smarter, our smarter rap group. Oops, I'm sorry, <laughs> did I say that? But it's true. Um, anything else you can think of before we get into what we're listening to? Because there's only two things out this week that anybody with with their mind cares about. Well, one was last week, and one is this week. So, anything you on your mind, uh, topic wise? No. <laughs> okay. So Pet Shop Boys have an EP out, which I can't believe you didn't know about. I told you about it. And just, you were you like, where were you? Funny? Where were I've you? I followed them in a bunch of shit. But you know what's been coming through all of- The remixes. It's and been stuff. all of the, the, the promotion around- uh, Smash the upcoming right. hits compilation. Right. So each day they've been putting out clips of a different one of their singles. So I've been seeing all of those. I had not seen Lost and I didn't realize it was a whole EP. And then Friday I got, and it was great again. Of course it's great. Of course, it's great. they're always great. They always say each record sounds different, but yet them at the same time. You never go, is this the Pet Shop Boys? But it sounds different. So they have a five song EP out now called Lost. And Jesse Ware, who God, if there's a, a God in wherever she might live, meaning God, has a new album coming out next week. So we'll talk mm-hmm. about it then. But there, she's getting a lot of press. And hello, yeah. the article in New York Magazine, they said she was roller skating in the Atlantic Terminal Mall. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I live in that mall. Right. <laughs> where is there a roller skating rink and have, where did they set it up? And who right. did they set it up for? That I, I met this really cool British writer at a little party in the neighborhood the other day um, uh, who now is going to listen to our show. She's a, She writes for The Guardian. And she said mm. that uh, Jesse Ware's podcast is to die for. Mm-hmm. So we need to start. It's her and her mom. I've I've listened. To, she had Kylie it, Minogue on an episode. It was really it's good. good. Mm-hmm. It's good, and it's like cooking, and it's really fun. So yeah. So Jesse Ware, I like because um, she curses like a sailor, and I enjoy. Well, that. she's British. She's mm-hmm. a real woman. She's you know she's British. She's not concerned. I mean, you know, I do like her early stuff too, where she yeah. wasn't doing more dance stuff. So it's not well, like well, I'm remember, suddenly but loving started, her. But pe- people forget she started with dance stuff. She started, she was a featured vocalist on a lot of dance records and, right. and a lot of her early stuff. And then that Devotion album was kind of groovy, but she's always flirted with with dance. She kind of was in this kind of electronic kind of vein, but exactly. I love I love everything. I mm-hmm. like that she doesn't look like a little pop skinny mini pop star mm-hmm. that she's got kids that she's she's kinda, married she's, to a personal trainer <laughs> no she's married to her personal trainer it's her yep. high school boyfriend is he and, a personal trainer and he's a trainer yes. all right but he's <laughs> i mean it sound like madonna for god's sake no she's no married i to said she's married trainer. to a but he is he's a personal trainer oh okay well she's fabulous and and she's jewish so we like that mm. and um no she's great i always liked her and she's got a great voice and i gotta tell you that Pound, you know, she, I think she got overshadowed for a million different reasons uh, by other British women singers. And I think that But she, her records come out and they do well. And, yeah. and she's got an audience and she tours here and she does well when she tours here. And she was opening up for Harry Styles. So that was a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm. No, I'm very excited to hear what she has to do. And, you know, if she becomes huge, that's great. If she doesn't become huge, it does, you know, Free Yourself, I thought was a great single. The new single is a little more. Yeah, she's great. I'm very happy with anything. 
Everything but the girl drops this week. I'm really excited for that. Oh, okay. The first new album in 21 years. I'm really excited for that. So we will see. She's married to her personal trainer too. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get us married to one of the Knicks personal trainers. So, honey, we could be in. The, okay, again. All right, then I'll just take somebody else to the games. You'd be like, why didn't you take me? I'm no, like, I don't want to be with personal train. Well, I you said I'm going to marry. I'm trying to get oh, us oh, oh. tickets. Oh, okay, all right. Amy's the one who would mess up the plan. I'd be sitting there whispering. No, 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 I'm no, going to no. do this. She's like, I'm not. I'm like, girl, I'm saying no, I'm no, going to no, do no, it. No, no, I used to get press tickets. I used to mm-hmm. get press tickets to the Nick game. I mean, the last time oh, I I went a couple of years. I haven't been in a long time, but I did get because I did um an interview with with Charles Brewell, mm-hmm. and then I did an interview with Patrick Ewing. I was in the locker room, mm-hmm. which is terrifying mm-hmm. um, because these guys are like sequoias. They're mm-hmm. like human sequoias. I, if I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm a little, what's the word you can say now? You can't say midget, right? A little person. <laughs> if I feel like a little person mm-hmm. and a sequoia is coming, I walked into Kiki Vanderway, literally hit my head on Kiki <laughs> Vanderway. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Kiki Vanderway for all you old Nick fans. That that's a little a little a little mm-hmm. n- morsel for you, Nick fan. Oh, and I've also been listening to Traffic because I'm going to continue in my series of listening to things where you say deliberately, and then I'm just going to keep. Doing I will say this mo- this weekend I got into the emotions for some reason, and I just kept. I've been listening to a bunch of the emotions albums. And I'm on my. I'm ready to hear some real vocals again moment, you know? So it makes me have to go back. But yet you're still listening to Maline Farmer and Madonna. Listen. <laughs> well, those are your questionable vocals, which you hold yes. in a whole different level of esteem. Yes, that's yes. a different thing than I- when I'm really wanting to hear some singing. No, you, are, <laughs> you, you know? are good. You are yeah. very good. You are mm-hmm. very aware. You have mm-hmm. never pretended. Mm-hmm. You have never said... Aretha Franklin, Millene Farmer, yeah, the same. Never have I, never have I ever. Sometimes when I want spectacle and, you know, you want that thing, I want yes. that group. But sometimes when I'm in here and I'm really, I want harmonies. It's like, you know, I go to old and it's like, I'm not finding that in any of this new stuff. You go back to listen to like um, the Jones girls, Pointer Sisters, Emotions, and just those kind of blends and harmonies that I'm not getting today. Well, they're not putting together groups in that way now. And and like and a lot of these groups were sisters and related. Right. No, you cannot beat a sister or brother harmony. No. There's no. Can you think of seriously off the top of your head any other uh, not rock because there's Heim and a couple other, but can you think of any R and B groups right now that are cis- related to each other in a real no. Tony 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 would be the only one, and they're an old act. I can't think of any the new group Womack, of women. There's a new there's the new younger Womax. There are three Womack right. grandchildren, but the yeah, kids, but, the grandkids but, yeah, of grandkids Womack and Womack, them, I believe so. But that's the thing, right? It's like we don't have those kind of groups that have become huge, and it, it's right families that have been singing together forever it's like like the clark sisters it's like you can't you it. it's hard to read like the thing that came closest to that to me there was a group that was put together is in vogue which is why they were so yeah. special in the beginning because yeah. they had the kind of harmonies of people who had been singing together for a gazillion years you hear it in country Somewhat, you hear it in country. You do. There are women, uh, you know, artists. It's mainly women who get together. Like I have not heard Boy Genius, but I've heard that they do yeah. that. Uh, the Highway Women, you know, mm. p- 
people like that. But let, let's face it, the vocal quality is not as important no. right now. So why would they want to take three people who can sing when they can just have somebody who can kind of sort of sing and make it sound good? And then that's not a diss, but it's just kind of the fact, that's you know. You know, you know, I mean, it's not even. It's, it's not a disc when it's factual. <laughs> I mean, SZA and Doja do great stuff together, but they're not harmonizing. They're and, each, yes. they're bringing separate stuff and to it and they're putting them together. Belter. No one there right. is going to hold a really sustained note. It's not that. That's not the style of music no. right now. I mean, that is sort of Frank Ocean's kind of influence in a way. That's, it's a more kind of, it's the vocals are more uh, more akin to mumble rap in a lot of ways. Mm. And, and no, it's just not that kind of style. They said gearing up for their social security. No, it's just a different style of music and it might come back. It might not come back, but yeah, you're uh, uh, exactly right. The seventies, the eighties, the nineties, that was the era for that. You know, yep. you had those great product. I mean, the emotions were Philly international, right? You know, Weren't and those? they went to Columbia and they were produced by, they were first on stacks and then they went to Columbia and the Columbia years is, you know, like the earth, wind and fire influence. Right, Morris White right. and all, you know, so yeah. They don't have that. All right. On that completely depressing note that life is not worth living and music sucks. But it doesn't because Jesse Ware and the Pet Shop Boys. No, that's the thing. There's always glimmers of hope. And there are artists out there, Kalia. There's new artists who are actually very interesting. There are. But, you know, I do do miss a moment of a good old R&B group with some stellar writing, great love songs, and just... Vocal, just vocals, man. Like the kind yeah, of a, make you shiver. You're like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, you know? it's, it, it's the difference between a, an R and B group and a girl group. There's a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just not. We can live in dream. We can live in hope, right? We can live and say thank you for listening to. I'm gonna let you finish on the Pantheon look at him. podcast. He is Network. like. He is like. He. Listen, so much better about transitions. Remember, we used to be like, we go, we would be like talking about a, a, a movie, and then I'd be like, so da 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 died, something fell on their head. Yeah, You'd be, be like, like, um, be like, Courtney, Courtney. <laughs> you need a transition. You're like, your you're like, can you rub it first before you just decide to go for the kill? Courtney, a little context for scaring people. You've got, you know, mom and dad are very proud of you. Well, you kids know the deal. Blah, blah, blah. You listen, blah, blah, blah. Leave leave a review, blah, blah, blah. Tell a friend, blah, blah, blah. Please leave a review. Yeah, please. Please, Seriously. Don't tell. I mean, we love it when you tell us if you're our friends, how great we are. But could you... Could you commit to putting a yeah, few just, words down just on put paper? A few down. Please leave please. a rating. All of those things do kind of count. No, they kind of do and count. We, and we appreciate the numbers. Yeah, we, we see do. you guys we there. We just, you know, we also appreciate all of the commentary on our Facebook. And I'm gonna let you finish at Wall One Word at Instagram. And I'll let you finish in Y at Twitter for now at Finishima and TikTok. I'm let you finish. No, it's like tick, tick, tick. This thing, because that Twitter shit, I'm like, you know. No, I'm I'm already done. This is a trash can on fire and everybody's trying to act like that's not happening. Okay. No, it's it's, it's pretending that James Dolan isn't James Dolan. I mean. He's a horrible man. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see you next week. We're not horrible men. We're Bye. not. We're not horrible men. And <laughs> Go Knicks! But Go we will be Knicks. for Knicks tickets. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 